Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of Three Men in a Boot Say Silly Crap. This is me, Wesley Nelson. This is me, Jack Sutton. And this is someone else, Ollie Jackson. You're listening to Three Men in a Boot News. This just in. Gordon Ramsay, sex dwarf, eaten by badger. Mugged by a parrot, thieving bird grabs Scots tourists' £700 wad. Hungry hackers steal $3,000 worth of snacks from CIA vending machines. A Springfield woman could be charged with with robbery after she (laughs) allegedly stole... uh, I'm going to start that again. Here we go. Hugh Edwards there. A Springfield woman could be charged with robbery after she allegedly stole a man's eyeglasses after they fell from his face when she punched him in the head. (laughs) I've been posting my letters in the dog poo box for two years. (laughs) Now, this last one, this last news story, isn't so much funny, but it is kind of interesting. A 118-year-old painting found by Brit explorer Dr Edward Wilson discovered in Antarctica. Yeah, I think that's taking the piss, isn't it, really, Jack? Um, <laughs> was it frozen in the ice? It wasn't frozen in the ice, but 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 it was hidden in a hut. Was that frozen in ice? No, nothing was frozen. Nothing was frozen in ice. Was okay. there, Was it just a painting in a hut? Because that's quite creepy. It, it was just a painting in a hut. There, well, there, there were other things there in the hut. There wasn't anything else in the hut. Oh, okay. There were other things in the hut. Well, that's... <laughs> it's just a hut. Yeah. It's I, really I small reckon that's quite a gallery. sad existence for that guy. If he's just that's the only thing he's got. It's just just <laughs> a, a painting. painting in his house. Why well, he's he definitely it? dead, Jack. Given that he's 118 years old. I don't know. Yeah, it could be frozen people, nice. Some people live for 118 <laughs> years. Yeah, but he didn't paint it from birth. It wasn't like cut the umbilical cord, quick painting. But did he even paint that? Yes. <laughs> Are you sure he didn't take it from a polar bear who painted it, perhaps? Well, unless the polar bear signed his name and the date uh, on it as well. Hey, wow. come on, come on. Some animals can do really incredible paintings these days, Ollie. <laughs> Global warming could have affected polar bears. They could have been really smart hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. Now they're they just could. sitting on blocks of ice. Not even blocks of ice anymore, Jack. Just swimming in the warm, warm water. What was the painting of? This is what I was going to ask you. Do you want to have guesses what this guy in the middle of the frozen tundra of Antarctica, what he saw and what he painted? A polar bear? No. Think smaller. A penguin. A mouse. Think think mouse with wings. A flying mouse. A flying mouse. Butterfly? No, it was a, a sort of bird, a small bird. A parrot. A oh, sort it's... of bird. Well, to be honest, I, I'm going to be honest with you. It's called a tree creeper, but I didn't want to give Jack the opportunity to go. It was a paedophile in Antarctica. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it! Because <laughs> you you would have done. We know you would have done. I would have done. I'm oh, fairly sure Jack's been applying for jobs where the the job title is tree creeper. <laughs> tree creeper. Yes. <laughs> uh, who was it founded by? Do uh, you mean found? Yes. Um, <laughs> I. I... <laughs> Sir, I phoned in a painting. <laughs> I'm from Devon, that's how we speak. That is the lingo. I've established a painting. Yes. Est 1899. Um, Dr. Edward Wilson. Ah. Oh. 
What's oh. the hardest drug that you guys have ever ever taken? <laughs> um, I, I took a bit of Calpol once. That was quite intense. Jack, slow down. So, How much Calpol did you take? Was it two, two, five mil? I, I, I had three spoonfuls. That was, was now. It for the under six months, or was it the plus six months? Uh, well, I dabbled. I dabbled in the plus, but I was oh, under six. Naughty so. boy. Yeah. What about you, Ollie? Well, um, well I, I don't want to push the boat out, but I did have a decaffeinated Earl Grey this morning. Ooh, so, um, decaffeinated. And, yeah, they can't take it all out, though, so it still counts as a drug. They you try. Right. They take as much caffeine out as they can, but, you know, it's still right. technically a drug. What about you? So is it, in, is it... Back in, back in the, the, the days where I used to pop into uh, to the hospital, because you see, listeners, I am a total invalid. I'm actually just ahead talking to you right now. Everything, everything below the neck is, is jelly. Um, He's here to take boxes, really. Yeah, no, it's, it's the diversity quota. That's why we have Jackie yeah. as well. Um, we had two white men, and we thought, well, we've got to do something. <laughs> yeah. And um, back in uh, my days on on the uh, hospital wards, I um, I used to be lying down, and and they'd give you this little thing to have in your hand, which was a, a remote with a big green button in the middle, and you press this button to deal with the pain. And it's basically a shot of methadrone, which is, you know, tantamount to heroin. Oh, just wow. Just being pumped straight into you. So you're just wow. you're lying there and you're sort of like in agony, crying, and you're just slamming on this button until, <laughs> until you know, 10 minutes later and you're like lying back like, oh, yeah, there we go. That's, that's better. Oh, I like that. Wow. Gosh. So I think you win this round. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, you did invent the round. So, oh, yes. so here there's a theme today. Is it, is it detectives? detectives? Am I right in thinking? Mm. What interesting things do we know about detectives, people? Ollie, you go. You go first. Okay, well, I, I found two exciting things. One about. Meanwhile, the... I'll frantically look for something. <laughs> Good idea. Um, one about the history of detectives, mm. and one about possibly the most famous fictional detective has ever been. The first fact, which I think is quite exciting, was the first private detective agency, uh, and I'm reading this directly from uh, a well-known source called uh, Wikipedia, mm-hmm. uh, which I believe is some sort of French uh, uh, encyclopedia. <laughs> the first private detective agency was founded by uh, an unpronounceable French-named man in Paris in the early uh, 19th century. Um, but get this so he founded this detective agency mm-hmm. but he already was in charge of a police agency and and this is what i find fascinating was already a criminal himself so presumably he was just getting his own supply and demand i commit crimes and then go ah well there's been a murder here we'll we'll get to the bottom of that when i've cleaned my hands and uh we'll we'll get on the case don't you worry we've been here for hours um I what really admire that because not only is that covering your own bases, but but like you've already alluded to, you're sort of feeding yourself work. So you know, at the first stage, you rob the place, you make a little bit of money there. Then you turn up as the police, you're getting uh, you're gaining some money there. And and when you can't figure out the job, they go to the detective agency. You're getting money there. I mean, you've got all bases covered. That is an absolute uh, absolute monopoly on the market. I, I yeah, really admire him. What would possess a man to do that? I mean, he's he's quite happily living his life as a police officer. Why would he turn to organised crime? If I'm hearing this correctly, Ollie, uh, you you are indeed, sir. Um, I I think it's exactly what we've just been saying. Surely the the, the filthy lucre 
that he would obtain from such a tripartite job. So you're saying money was driving him? I'm not saying that all French people are driven by money, but I'm saying in this particular case, Eugene Francois Vidocq in the early 19th century was, yes, driven by money. Or maybe he just likes all aspects of the job. You know, some people are drawn to going to the police because they love the sort of drama of criminality. Mm. Maybe he likes that more than he liked, you know, solving the crimes. And I think, unfortunately, in any profession, you'll get somebody that is a bad egg. But I think particularly so in professions where there's power involved. I watched a documentary before about a policeman who started dealing drugs on the side and became a drug kingpin in New York in the 90s. Oh, my God. I was just going to say, do you think he couldn't work Saturday? So he just thought, <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll, I'll turn to, to organised crime instead. Zero hours contract, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But this is the thing. This is the thing, though, Wes. It's all tied up with problems. You say it like it's this wonderful thing where, you know, as you say, the police turn up, you're getting a bit of money there, then they can't sell bits so the detective turns up. But mm. you can't turn yourself in. So you're going to have to, you know, find, you're going to have to frame somebody every single case. Now, that would be quite interesting, wouldn't it? If you were a good cop and bad cop for yourself. (laughs) You know, you come in, you're sorry, you know, I've done this crime. And you've got two people, (laughs) both yourself, charging (laughs) you. I think we found the sequel to Rain Man, to be (laughs) honest. Rain Man 2, that was it. That's that's the the name. That's the name. Rain Man 2... The return of myself. Jack is so ableist that what mm. he thinks is that all disabilities are the same, Wes. Yeah, um, it's terrible. And so <laughs> that having well, autism is, is the same as schizophrenia and the same as no. all the other <laughs> yeah. disabled And he also thinks that all disa- disabled people are criminals, don't you, Jack? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, what I yeah, that's, that's a bit... Uh, well, yes. No, I don't. <laughs> no. Uh, Unfortunately, sir, we have to take your Wes? first answer. <laughs> is that bit getting cut out as well? I don't know. <laughs> This is the episode where you don't hear Jack's voice because all of it's been cut out. Mm. Just constantly going, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a fun game we play on this show. What do you think about that, Jack? And then silence, and then Wes says something. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, can we record a couple of you just saying some bland statements, just in case we need to fill them in? So just uh, in your own time, and leave a pause between each one, Mm. please. All right. Fantastic. I couldn't have agreed more. You're right, Ollie. That is correct. <laughs> Hang on, that's not believable. You're oh. right, Ollie. That, that just, can we try yeah, that again? No, we can't keep Ollie. that in. Ollie, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, Jack. Thank you. So your job is done today, Jack. Thank you okay. for... Uh, you knock you off Thanks week. for coming. Cheers, man. <laughs> so what... Um, do we have any more facts? Oh, I've got some facts. So, because I couldn't actually find any facts on um, detectives, perhaps they're doing their job so well, you know, they've covered their track. I was about to say, I I would agree with you, apart from the fact that the rest of us found facts, Mm. which shows the fact that maybe you're not doing your job so well. (laughs) Fair point. (laughs) Um, So I've got some facts on, as a nice segue from Ollie's, on the the fictional, the most famous fictional character. Exciting. Um, the first is that according to whitepages.com, there are 34 people named Sherlock Holmes in the USA. And uh, uh, with that, from findmypast.co.uk, there are nine people named Sherlock Holmes in the UK. And uh, so what do we think on that first fact? Uh, I mean, it's, it's like the people who are named Hitler, isn't it? No, it's not. Well, <laughs> it's, not. it's a bit different. 
Well, so, no, but they like they, good, good for the world. Well, I know, but they like uh, they like someone who's who's a bit weird, who's a bit you know out there. And so yeah. it's like you would no, all right, I won't use Hitler. I'll use Jesus. It's people who sure. call their children Jesus. It's just, it's just it's just Americans getting in on the cult action. In Spanish and Portuguese countries, there are a lot of people are called Jesus. A lot is a very mm. popular first name. It's really popular. Yeah. In, in the same way as Christian or Chris is a very popular UK name. But, what astounds me more is that people with those kinds of... No, well, not Jesus, because I know that's very popular. But with if you were called Sherlock Holmes, mm. why on earth would you change your name when you turned 18? Who is going around? You know, you imagine going to a business conference and, oh, hello, Gerald, nice to see you again. Oh, this is my friend uh, Sherlock Holmes. You know, you're not going to get any business. But you must get this a lot in your hometown of, of, of Wales. I say town, country, <laughs> lol. Um, in, <laughs> no, in your, <laughs> thanks, Jack. In your home place of Wales, surely there are a lot of Tom Joneses around and, and such like? No, and if I met a Tom Jones. And Shirley Basses. All right, you racists. If I met a Tom Jones, not only would I immediately stop talking to him, but I would spit in his face as I went, Hoo! and then punch him and walk oh. away. Why, Wes? That's the vitriol I feel towards these silly names, Ollie. You know, there are perfectly good names out there. Even create a new name. And speaking <laughs> of terrible names, I've just done a quick search, and I, I found uh, the top ten worst names ever. Um, and after Jack Sasson, what are the next nine? Uh, Abarmanika. <laughs> A bar what? A bar I think that is. Uh, boy Boy. Oh, Hellzell. Abstinence. Whoa. Oh. Uh, Brittany <laughs> Shakira <laughs> Beyonce. Uh, Surely three names. Uh, and Like. Oh, God, no. Like what? See, I don't know if that Like might have been a mistake. The, the woman might just have been like, I want to call him Like this name, <laughs> but Like... Oh, shit, that's on the birth certificate. What, well, you oh, think God. sort of the midwife that took it down just got distracted halfway through the sentence and, yeah. like, oh, like... He's called, like, what are you doing over there? And then she just, like... <laughs> the birth certificate isn't, like... <laughs> it's not like. holy paper. You can write over it. Well, I know. Well. It's not like the midwife writes down like and they go, well, that we're stuck with it now. She's written that... That's written a that permanent down, marker. Yeah. You, can't, you can't use Tipex. It's like, like an exam. <laughs> Fucked. The second fact I have is um, that's so popular, in fact, is, is Sherlock Holmes, that since the time of his creation, there have been 911 Sherlock Holmes societies across the world. Fantastic. Now, my question about this is surely... Surely. Sorry, we just pause to enjoy Jack yawning in the middle sorry, of that. Sorry, could you hear that? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we can all hear that. And I hope <laughs> sorry. Too. I start... I was being really quiet. <laughs> can we start that section again? The production quality on this recording is sorry, out of this world. You're not boring me, I promise. Okay. Um... <laughs> Tell us, Wes, 911 societies... So popular, in fact, was, uh, was Sherlock Holmes that since the time of his creation, there have been 911 Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's fucking dull, Wes. Get on with it. 900, <laughs> you say? We're never going to get through this. Right. 900, you say? And 11, Jack. Listen. Oh, sorry. 
So popular, in fact, is, is Sherlock Holmes <laughs> that since, since the time of his creation, there have been 911 I missed that bit. Sherlock Holmes societies. I'll do this if it kills me. How many? Across How the many 911, Ollie. What question, are they about? My question would... Well, Sherlock Holmes, Ollie. And my and question would be... Many? Surely... Surely they could have stopped after five. You know, maybe six. <laughs> All right, maybe six. Half a dozen. Sure. 911. Pointless. Does seem excessive. People waste time. Why is no one called Watson? What? Why is no one called Watson or Lestrand? Lestrand? <laughs> Lestrand? <laughs> Not Lestrand. Jack, it's Lestrand. Lestrade, all right, Lestrade, I didn't know. I'm just trying to contribute here. It's just French people looking for the strand in England. Have you seen Lestrade? Yeah. Ollie, or Moriarty. Ollie, why aren't they called Lestrade or something? Or <laughs> what soon? What's that, mate? I struggle with the big words, okay? Oh, gosh. That, 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 <laughs> this podcast is for people for all abilities. Big words That's and big numbers, cool. like 911, the number of Sherlock Holmes societies that have been set up across the world. Stupid, stupid, kill them all. <laughs> I couldn't have agreed more. What I like about this is, you know, I don't know whether you do know, but for a long time, Arthur Conan Doyle was planning on killing off his hero, Sherlock Holmes, because he was having to write too many Sherlock Holmes stories because there was too much demand, mm. and he wanted to write history. He wanted to write lots of history, but he, he couldn't because the public demand for Sherlock was so great. And so he decided he was going to kill him off and told his mother about it. And do you know what his mother responded? Did she, did she smack his bottom? <laughs> I'm not your mother. Get out of my house. <laughs> his mother responded, you won't, you can't, and you mustn't. Oh, Oof. gosh. Which, you know. No, no, well. I... Uh, well, no, I have to say, I, I don't want to speed things along and we, stop me if, if we're, not, we're not doing this yet, but I thought oh, we could are talk you, are we about ready? my Jack Scrape. Mm. Oh, amazing. We'd love oh, we're to. not calling it that because, because James Acaster's lawyers will get onto us. Oh, so, Can I do um, a jingle? Let's do the jingle. I'm ready with the, with the voice. Okay. You've seen him on the radio, you've heard him on the television, and now he's back for another week of scrapes. That's a trademark from James A. Custer. It's the adventures of Mr. Sutton. Hello, everyone. Hi, Jack. Now, uh, as you were talking about Sherlock Holmes, I got quite excited because my story actually involves Sherlock Holmes as well. Ooh. that. This this story happened uh, a few years ago, but I, I was I was actually Sherlock Holmes in a in an amateur dramatic production of The Hound of the Baskervilles. Uh, so, uh, which was actually Did you play the Hound? Sorry. No, no, I was playing Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. I hit I hit it big time. <laughs> I I was the envy of amateur dramatic performers in the English Riviera, Ollie. I bet you were. I think like, you understand that, yeah. Jack, was this endeavour? That would be impressive, Jack, but we've already established that Sherlock, the name Sherlock Holmes, doesn't actually mean anything anymore. You, are you one of the, you know, the 34 people in the US called Sherlock Holmes? Is that what you mean? I, I wish. I wish I was. But... Sorry, Wes, are you asking Jack Sutton if he's one of the 34 no, people no, in the US named I'm, Sherlock Holmes? I'm saying that the name, we've already established that the name Sherlock Holmes has been dragged through the mud by, you know pointless people and i'm saying jack saying he played sherlock holmes means nothing to me right when there are real sherlock's out there exactly all right the, the, the point that i'm trying to get to is that th oh, there this, was a point there was a point quickly this, everyone there's a point it was a two-week run it happened during the international agatha christie festival uh <laughs> I know. so we 
He wow. decided it's to do like a, a, It's not like cams. It's yeah. not like a big... <laughs> no. But no, because it's quite serious because she was born in Torquay. So they, they do lots it's of events. Mm. Uh, but we decided to do a bit of a 180 and, and we went for, obviously, Sherlock Holmes. So you couldn't and... even stick to the brief. Wow. <laughs> no, Incredible. No. During the performance, there's a bit where I, I read out the legend of the Hound of the Baskervilles off of some um, 18th century parchment. Mm. basically just some coffee-stained paper. Mm. Uh, but one evening before the show, I couldn't actually find it. It was missing from the props table. Wait, 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 wait. You didn't learn your lines. You, you just literally no, read I, it off. No, no, I, I, I learned my lines, but I had to have something to read off of, the, the, the legend oh, of Hand mm. of the Baskervilles. So here I was, portraying a, f- a fictional detective, but was now having to deal with a real-life mystery of my own. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a Fantastic. <laughs> yeah? I love that. What did you say? <laughs> Nothing, darling. Carry on. Right. Anyway, so it's coming closer and closer to curtains up, and we still haven't found it. So the stage manager says to me, go on and do your spiel. I'll sort something out. So I'm a bit nervous, all right? I'm, I'm not used to this. I like everything going smoothly as, as a performer. We know. Mm. I know. What did you do? Well, I'll tell you. Please so I'm do. on stage, and it's getting towards the bit where I read out the legend. And out of the corner of my eye, I see Watson come on stage. Um, the, the guy playing Watson. I didn't have some sort of apparition. Holding in his hands was a newspaper. Uh, and it wasn't just any newspaper. It was The Sun. Of all newspapers to pick, he had to pick the Sun newspaper. I'd have been happy with the Daily Mail, because Sherlock Holmes strikes me as a Daily Mail reader. Oh, no. But the guy picked the Sun newspaper as my thing to hold the the legend and read the legend off of. Nightmare. And he goes, I say, Holmes, I found this, and maybe it alludes to the legend of the Hound of the Baskervilles. And I'm there thinking, at least turn the newspaper so the Sun logo isn't showing. <laughs> so, let me guess, you picked it up and suddenly, you know, you, you tore off your jacket, there was yeah, a no. stained sort of wife beater on, you know, yeah. sort of covered in baked beans and tea, and you said, <laughs> right, fucking hell, Watson, let's take a little look at this before we put that scaffolding up. Yeah. Is that no, the... <laughs> I, I might as well have done that. So, he basically hands it to me, and I have to pretend like it's some 200-year-old document. <laughs> and I, I can hear people sniggering in the front row. Well, to be fair, its views are about that old. Yeah. And, I, yeah. Well, and I'm <laughs> thinking my Amdram career in Devon is over. I'll never work again. I'll be ruined. Mm. So I'm reading The Curse of the Hand of the Baskervilles out whilst looking at Michelle on page three, who's a sales assistant from Hull. <laughs> <laughs> and she's telling you about her views on Trump. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I spot on the mantelpiece... Because being a Sherlock Holmes mystery, there's always a fireplace and therefore a mantelpiece. And on top of, of the mantelpiece, there's the document prop. Someone clearly just hadn't seen it and it, it was there just lying on the mantelpiece. Oh. So I was faced with a bit of a dilemma here. Do I carry on reading from the sun or make a break for the actual prop I was supposed to have on the mantelpiece? Um, I, I carried on because I, I couldn't have gone, ha! Watson, you you sly dog, try, trying to catch me out there, you rascal. I'm not, I'm not falling for that again, because I'd, I'd recited most of the monologue already. Mm. So uh, I just I just carried on. I think I bounced back from that. Were, were, there, and, any, uh, were there any reviews in that night? I, I, there were reviews. There were reviews, yes, Ollie. 
And uh, was, it like, was it like Shelley on Michelle and her shapely bar? Was it like yeah. Shelley from the chip shop gave it two stars? You know, Neil from <laughs> uh, Neil from the cobblers, three stars. Yeah, the the sun liked it. They were no, they were. As far as I'm concerned, Jack, you can shove that story where the sun don't shine. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> Woo! Oh. Oh. Because I'd referred to the sun in that story. That's why it's funny. That's why it's funny. It was the the double meaning of sun. Excellent. Well, that was my my little story there. And we have the outro music, please, Wes. You were listening to The Adventures of Mr. Sutton. Hopefully next week he might, you know, do a little play where he gets hurt a bit or something. And now we have our final segment of the night, the talent show. Are you excited for this one, lads? I, I'm so excited. Uh, what, what are we going to call the talent show? We haven't, we haven't prepped this. Uh, three men have talent in a boot. Nice. Yes, like, I like it. Okay. Three men have talent in a boot. Welcome back now to Three Men Have Talent in a Booth. We've brought together the world's... I don't know why he's Russian, but he is apparently he Russian is. Russian or Scottish? I think he's Russian or... He's a bit of everywhere, really. Well, he's Tom weird. Jones again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who said Tom <laughs> Jones? What? Hey, Portugal. We've brought together the most happy group of people from the world to the Three Men Have Talent in a Booth show. And please welcome our guest um, judge for tonight, Wesley Nelson. Hello, my name Wesley. I judge talent. We are both Russian, inexplicably. Yes. Uh, do we have a contestant today? Uh, yes, you do. Um, my name's Phil. Uh, I do sound a lot like Michael from the last show. Phil. Um, Phil. What's your second name, Phil? Uh, Potts. Phil Potts. Phil Potts. Do you do that for a job? Phil Potts? <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, no, no, I'm actually a gardener. <laughs> uh, I see. But I, I, I don't do pots. You use hose. What do you I feel? use hose. I fill the hose. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Phil Potts, what is your talent? Well, uh, I can uh, slip in and out uh, and in between uh, various accents seamlessly. Show us, Phil. All right, well, uh, you, you, have you need to give me, give, give me a few... Um, Give, give me okay. a few. Uh, Why don't uh, you do? Give us, give us a poem. How about? Uh, 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 Mary had a little lamb. Okay. And and any accents you'd like me you to say that in? poem? You say it in Scottish. Okay. Yes. So I, I can start off Scottish, and then would you like me to move into something else? No. Whatever you have. Quickly. We will kill you. All right. Twinkle, twinkle, it. Star, how I wonder what you are. I'm very influenced by the other voices on this uh, podcast, so I sound Russian as well. I, I don't want to, to beat around the bush, but you sound quite a lot like you're not singing Mary Had Little Lamb. To be fair, uh, Gustav, uh, he will probably like you beating around the bush. It saves him a job. Fair enough, Vladimir. It does save him a job in the garden. Sorry, you, you call Gustav and Vladimir. <laughs> That's quite surprising coming from you, Phil Potts, the gardener. <laughs> who feels yes. Potts. Do not throw <laughs> soil at people who also have soily trousers. Yes. Wow. Well, I should... 
I really should maybe stick to the job then that my name suggests. <laughs> Phil Potts, you give us again. Twinkle, give us twinkle, accents. Star in northern, genetic northern accents from UK. <laughs> All right, here we go again. Uh, what am I singing again? Well, dep- you were supposed to sing Mary Had Little Lamb. Oh, Mary Had Little Lamb. Okay, here we go. Northern. Mary, Mary, quite contrary, how does your garden grow? With cockle bells and shells, my okay, pet. Okay, change to Australian, now. All right. With cockle bells, mate, and cockle shells all in a garden row. So come on down and check me out. Your cockles, they'll begin to grow. I don't know about you, Gustav, but I feel like this is shameless exploitation of racist stereotypes about accent. Oh, uh, Mary, Mary, quite contrary, how does your garden grow? With inbreeding, my lad. <laughs> That was a good one, don't you think, Gustav? That was, uh, I, I, I approve. Shall we send him through to next round? No, Sudden let's death. kill him. Yes, that is next round. Ah, okay. To the uh, next round, Phil Sudden death. Bastard. Oh, God. You're going to hate my sister, Michelle Dogging. Damn. <laughs> oh, wow. Three men have talent in a boot. Should we all say a big... On three, a big goodbye, and then uh, we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Jack first, then me, then Ollie. I like it. Goodbye! Goodbye! Ta-da. See you next week. See you next week. God bless. <laughs> Bye-bye. Seriously, now, leave. Yet.